p.m. Everybody, welcome to LexLine. Friday's the vibe. Fridays are generally chill. Before I jump into today's topic, just want to run a quick disclaimer. Nothing we talk about should be considered legal or financial advice. If you have a specific legal question, consult a lawyer. Do it privately, not on a recorded Twitter space, because we do record these. We're always happy to bring this in conjunction with our friends at Rug Radio. And today's breaking news is an interesting development. Previously talked about the Gemini Genesis battle, the Winklevoss brothers. We've got a previous episode uploaded on our podcast series discussing what went down. Today, Genesis, uh, I should say Gemini, today Gemini brought a lawsuit alleging that uh, Digital Currency Group, DCG, and Barry Silbert engaged in alleged acts of fraud in connection to the Gemini lending program, which lent customer funds to Genesis Global Capital. Genesis is in bankruptcy at the moment, and there are many, many Gemini uh, investors who pledged their cryptocurrency and U.S. dollars uh, for purposes of investing into this program, have not been able to recoup their money, which I think was a large motivator in the Winklevoss twins bringing this lawsuit. So the lawsuit pertains to a fraud case involving Uh, numerous cryptocurrency assets, including Bitcoin. Gemini accuses DCG and Serbert to have allegedly conducted fraudulent activities which induced depositors, and this would be the Gemini uh, depositors, to lend large amounts of cryptocurrency in U.S. dollars to Genesis uh, via DCG, which is a subsidiary. The plaintiffs allege... uh, that they have suffered losses due to these alleged false and misleading representations that were made by the defendants. According to the lawsuit, hundreds of thousands of Gemini users were enticed to lend to Genesis via the Gemini Earn program under the notion that Genesis had in place robust risk management practices and thorough vetting process for the counterparties that they would lend this money out to. They would lend the money out to these counterparties, and then the difference in the rates that they were receiving on those loans out to the counterparties would be the uh, gains or rewards that the Gemini investors would then receive for putting their money into this program. Plaintiffs allege that this turned out to be false, that Genesis was supposedly lending large amounts to counterparties that the defendants knew were using these assets for risky arbitrage trading strategies. The plaintiffs allege that this was a windfall of profits for DCG subsidiary Grayscale Investments, which earned management fees on the Bitcoin, I believe, that was part of this lending program. So this all began in 2021. The defendants and Genesis, uh, according to the lawsuit, did not disclose that there were these risky over-leveraged loans out there. And things sort of came to a head when the Singapore-based hedge fund Three Arrows Capital collapsed in 2022. And when Genesis learned 
that they had outstanding loans totaling $2.3 billion. Uh, this caused Genesis to suffer losses of approximately $1.2 billion. And it's alleged that this was a major factor in the ultimate insolvency of Genesis. The lawsuit claims that instead of alleging the insolvency, the defendants and Genesis misrepresented the situation and made alleged false claims that they had absorbed these losses and that they could continue with business as usual. This led to Gemini deciding to delay termination of the Gemini Earn program. But then things took another turn on the heels of the FTX collapse in mid-November. It is alleged, and we talked about this previously, that Genesis began to refuse to release funds and allow withdrawal by the individuals who put money into this Gemini lending program. According to the agreement that was in place, the people who lent out this money could claim their money. And apparently, given the downturn alleged in the market conditions as a result of the FTX collapse, they halted those withdrawals. They filed Chapter 11 bankruptcy, and that caused a lot of the Gemini Earn program investors to then turn to Gemini to try and recoup. So what are the allegations raised in this lawsuit? Fraud and misrepresentation. Gemini is alleging that DCG and Silbert engaged in fraudulent behavior by inducing depositors to lend large amounts of cryptocurrency and U.S. dollars to DCG's subsidiary, Genesis Global Capital. Gemini alleges that uh, through false and misleading and incomplete representations, they suffered damages as a, as a result of this. The Gemini Earn program. The program facilitated Gemini users, and that program I've referred to as the Gemini Earn Lenders, to lend to Genesis under the terms of the Gemini Earn uh, Agreement. When Genesis was acting as the custodian and agent for these lenders, uh, and the purpose of these loans was to lend out to counterparties to gain higher rates and then return those profits back, that did not materialize. And to an extent, Gemini is alleging it did not materialize because these loans apparently were over leveraged and under collateralized. So among the allegations of misconduct claimed by Gemini against the defendants in this lawsuit, Gemini alleges that Genesis, that Genesis falsely claimed to have robust risk management practices, thorough vetting process for its counterparties. Gemini is further alleging that these claims were untrue and that Genesis was recklessly lending large amounts to a counterparty, thereby engaging in risky arbitrage trading strategies. The strategy reportedly worked to the benefit of Grayscale Bitcoin Trust, a DCG subsidiary, because they were making hefty management fees on all of this. When this arbitrage strategy began to falter, this, of course, caused significant losses for Genesis's loan counterparty. Gemini asserts that the defendants did not disclose the severity of Genesis's exposure to the counterparty's losses and did not take immediate actions to address this growing liability. This all sort of came to a head at the time that Three Arrows fund collapsed. So when Three Arrows Capital collapsed, 
a significant amount of loans were outstanding from Genesis. The 2022 collapse revealed uh, approximately 2.3 billion in those loans. And Gemini is alleging that the collateral held against these loans was worth less than 50% of the outstanding liability. The lawsuit alleges that it was represented that there was 80% uh, collateral there, but in reality, it looks like the loans were worth less than 50%. The lawsuit alleges that there was then a, a paper loan put together that was paying a 1% return and was uh, had a maturity date uh, several years out. And this loan was uh, allegedly put together with a maturity date of 2032. This $1.1 billion infusion by DCG, it is alleged was merely a promissory note that made it appear to shore up this risk, but in reality was just on paper. So based upon uh, these allegations, uh, Gemini is claiming that Genesis breached its obligations under the Gemini Earn MLA by suspending withdrawals in November of 22. This caused a, a huge backlog in people trying to get their money out, but were unable to. Now, uh, Genesis is stuck in bankruptcy. And Gemini is seeking to recover for legal fees that they've had to incur in having to defend against these claims. So that sort of sets the table for what's going on with this lawsuit. I know we've got some people in the house. Uh, it is Friday. If anyone has time to come up, you know you're always welcome to come up. Otherwise, I think I'll treat this as just a quick TLDR on what happened here. And if anyone has any comments, you always uh, can drop a comment in the space. But this is one of the major developments that's happening uh, as far as this week. Another one that I think is interesting and worthwhile discussing is the battle that's ensuing right now between Twitter and its parent company X and the uh, letter, demand letter that was sent to uh, Meta with respect to allegations that its newest app that has dropped threads, which a lot of people in the crypto Twitter space have flocked to, uh, is alleged to have been built on the back of proprietary information by Twitter and from previous employees who were employed with, uh, by Twitter. So this is an interesting development as well. And I pinned a little bit of a tweet summary on this as far as how this is going down and what implications it could have. I think it's important to note uh, from the onset that a demand letter is not a lawsuit, but it is simply allegations that have been made by counsel for X Corp. Um, this has caused a little bit of a Twitter storm, but what are the basic allegations? So Twitter's legal counsel, Alex Spiro, sent a letter to Meta's CEO, Mark Zuckerberg, and in that letter, he raised concerns about Meta's systemic and willful misappropriation of Twitter's trade secrets and other intellectual property. So this could be an intellectual property and trade secret lawsuit if it matures from a demand letter to an actual lawsuit. Council specifically is pointing to the hiring of dozens of former Twitter employees by Meta 
These employees, according to the letter, had access to confidential Twitter information and are alleged to be deliberately uh, assigned to the development of the Threads platform. Twitter claims that Meta is knowingly using its trade secrets and other intellectual property to fast track the development of Threads, which obviously it looks at as being a very similar product to what Twitter is doing and that this is being done in violation of state and federal laws, and that these employees who were let go by Twitter had an obligation to preserve these trade secrets. The letter includes an immediate demand that Meta stop using any of Twitter's trade secrets and other confidential information. Additionally, it warns against any scraping or crawling of Twitter's followers or follower data which they claim could be a breach of Twitter's terms of service. Now we are at the stage where the parties are going back and forth. Meta communicated directly through Andy Stone, refuted the claims on social media, stating, quote, no one on the Threads engineering team is a former Twitter employee. That then obviously was met with a tweet from Elon Musk, who basically said that, quote, competition is fine, cheating is not. So now it remains to be seen where this is going to go and what potential consequences it could have for the space in general. Uh, It is pretty obvious from any time on the Twitter timeline that a lot of people have been flocking over to investigate and check out the possibilities that are available on Threads. It's definitely uh, new, nascent technology that's drawn a lot of attention, but still doesn't have a lot of features in place at this point. So it will be curious to see how this all plays out and whether there will be any potential fallout from this. I'm sure that some of the defenses that could come down the line with respect to this could be that these were not trade secrets that this information uh, was not integral in the creation of the Threads platform and would be curious to know what, if any, non-disclosure provisions were in place in-house at Twitter with respect to their uh, limitations on what they could share. Um, So this is another development that I think everyone in the space is sort of closely looking at and Definitely something that we in crypto Twitter are interested in as we're dividing time between these two platforms. So that's kind of my TLDR for this Friday. I thank everybody for jumping in the conversation.